Hi, I'm Saretta Smith, candidate for Growtown City Council at large. I'm running for city council to ensure that every citizen's voice is heard and represented. I want to make sure that the best decisions are being made to improve and maintain our city while supporting its growth and diversity. And I want to make sure that we preserve our unique charm and quaintness, the same charm and quaintness that made me want to live here and raise my own family here in Grovetown. As your next city councilwoman, I'm committed to transparent leadership, tackling our traffic issues, protecting our community, making sure we have a balanced budget and avoid excessive spending, and putting tax dollars back in your pockets. I'm also committed to promoting and encouraging community engagement and ensuring access to COVID-19 resources and so much more. But in order to do all of this, I need your vote. Grovetown, I'm ready. I'm ready to listen, I'm ready to lead, and I'm ready to be your next city councilwoman. So whether you vote early or whether you vote on the 16th of March, vote for Soretta Smith for Grovetown City Council at large. Welcome to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. So glad to be with you today. I'm here talking with a young lady who is running for an at-large seat for the Grovetown City Council. So glad to have with us today, Ms. Soretta Smith. Ms. Smith, how are you doing today? I'm doing outstanding today. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. First of all, congratulations um, on your bid for, uh, you know, in running for Grovetown City Council. I know you're someone who's very politically involved and this um, certainly, you know, falls under that category. Talk about the level of excitement um, that you're that you've experienced or are experiencing in the midst of this campaign. Well, I tell you, um, it is an exciting time. You know, the, the seat is uh, being filled. There's a special election because um, our former city councilman passed away, and so I hate that it's under these circumstances that I am seeking to fill the remainder of this term, but I'm excited because of the person that he was, what he stood for, what he believed in. And so I'm excited to be able to step up and not fill his shoes because I could never fill his shoes because, you know, God gave him his assignment and graced him to do what he needed him to do. And so God's given me an assignment and graced me to do what I need to do, but the work. The work is what's important, serving the people. So anytime uh, doors open that allow me to serve people, um, that's exciting for me. That's awesome. And I understand that you, uh, look, are obviously you're, you're a resident of Grotown, but you also raised your children there. Talk about just the connection that you have with the city of Grotown. We came here in 2005. We had been in Europe. We got what we call, what they call the military stock loss, uh, meaning that we were supposed to do three years and then come back to the state. But because of the war, uh, we ended up doing an additional two years. And so we were really uh, burnt out from the war and kind of worn down uh, because of the war. We lost some friends, mm. uh, some, 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 you know, soldiers were injured. And so we were looking for a fresh new start. And I was sharing with someone today when we came here, we met the realtor and, you know, she took us to Evans. She took us to Martinez. She took us to Hepsa. But, she, took, you know, she took us to Augusta. And, um, I, you know, it wasn't until she brought us here to Grovetown and I was sharing with someone, it reminded me of, of a city out of a Hallmark movie. So if there's any ladies that's listening and guys <laughs> who you watch a lot of Hallmark movies, then you know what I mean. And it just had this hometown charm and quaintness and feel about it. And I knew this is the place that I wanted to raise my kids. 
And it was a great place. It has been a great place to raise kids. You know, uh, my house was a hangout house, so they, the kids played basketball on the side of the road here. They played video games. And it was just, it's a family, uh, family-oriented city, and the community is the same way. And, and I really enjoyed raising my kids here and, and, and hope to uh, raise some grandkids here if my children listen. <laughs> Got gotta love it. I remember, um, and I have my three year old son, Cannon. And for those of you guys who are listening in, look, have another one on the way in July. So very excited about that. Oh, congratulations! But thank you so much. I remember those times, man, when the grandparents are needling you on, needling you on. Come on, we look. We need some grandkids around here. So <laughs> always enjoy that, and, and those conversations are always in love. I want to ask you because you alluded to the fact that you are a veteran, and we thank you for your service on the Making a Difference podcast. How um, do you believe that your, uh, this, your your military service, how does that tie in uh, what you're looking to do on Grove Town in terms of community service? Well, you know, I tell people that the the armed services, whether you're in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or Coast Guard, is probably is the most diverse organization in, in our country. And so uh, serving in the military, I got an opportunity to meet people Probably uh, had I not been in the military, people from different cultures, from all you know, ethnic backgrounds, races, that I probably would never have had the opportunity to meet. The Army taught me discipline. It taught me hard work. It taught me teamwork. And it taught me that people remember character. And so as a city council person, you're going to be dealing with people from all walks of life. And so I think the Army has equipped me and trained me and prepared me to be able to engage people regardless of their age, regardless of their race, their gender, their sexual orientation, their religion, just to treat people uh, as humans with dignity, respect. I'm about hard work. If you've been following my campaign, you know, I'm out here working hard every weekend, every day of the week. And so um, it's taught me to work hard and to be proud of that hard work, the discipline, you know, um, regulations and rules and procedures. And so all of those things are important when you're talking about being a part of a city, helping to run the city, helping to manage a city, helping to make decisions about a city. Um, and so I, I just think those are just some of the key things that I gained as a soldier. And attention to detail, that's the other thing, attention to detail. I can't leave that out. Those are some of the things that I've gained as a soldier that I have transitioned over into my civilian life and even what I'm doing uh, and attempting to do in the realm of political uh, legislation and, and so forth. You said so much and all of it was true, but the point that you made in terms of your work ethic, and I'll say here, like I said, as the host of this podcast, no one no one will outwork you. Um, and, <laughs> and, and, for, and I'll say that for you and for the folks, you know, who obviously are volunteering for your campaign as well. You know, we see you guys everywhere. You're you're open, you're out front. And, you know, I'm fairly sure that that will resonate, you know, with with voters. Voters want to see the candidates, you know, and into that. end, you've done, like I said, a spectacular job with that. I do want to ask you about some specific things uh, in terms of your campaign. And um, for those of you all who are already listening into the pod, you've already heard just some of the not talking points, but just the perspectives of your campaign, things that you want to focus on. Uh, which are specific to Grovetown. Can you take us uh, through um, your platform and what um, it will mean for Grovetown residents if you are elected? So one of the things 
that I talk a lot about is transparent leadership. I think it's important for people who run for public office when they're elected to keep members, their constituents informed about what's going on. Uh, I don't think that constituents should ever be shocked or surprised to hear about anything that's going on or that's taking place in the city. So being transparent and making sure that my constituents are always informed, they know about major decisions, um, things that are going to have a direct impact on them as citizens in the community. I want to hold quarterly town um, halls so that I can hear directly from the community because as a, as a city council person, it's important to know the heartbeat um, and the pulse of your community. And the only way you're going to do that is by being in front of the people and hearing from them and being open and honest with them and building that trust. One of the things that I hear that talk to constituents is our traffic issues. So Grovetown has grown tremendously over these last 15 years. I think that's large and in part and due to, um, of course, Fort Gordon military installation and folks that's coming in from cyber and NSA. So, and it's going to continue to grow. So what I'm telling people is if the traffic is going to be ongoing issue and just educating voters about the difference between state roads and county roads and city roads and the different jurisdictions and the studies and all the things that have to go into, we can't just say, I want to widen this and make this a six lane highway. Well, there's a process that has to happen I'm up for the challenge uh, and I'm going to do everything I can to, to try to make it happen but it's not going to happen overnight, but I do understand our traffic issues. Keeping our city safe, that uh, the crime is relatively low here. I, I love that. I, I know a lot of the police officers by name, it, you know, it's, it's nice when you can, you know, stop and talk to your, your, your local law enforcement, and it's important for local law enforcement to have that relationship with the people that they protect and serve so that they're not viewed as adversarial and that the citizens are not viewed as adversarial. So I want to continue to be a catalyst to build those relationships and make sure that we are hiring the best and that we're able to retain the best law enforcement and first responders. Having a balanced budget, it's important to have a balanced budget. I have been the president of an organization where I've been over five plus million dollars at any given time. Balance. The budget was always balanced and we always had a surplus. You know, with COVID going on, I want to make sure that we set up some type of COVID emergency preparedness committee. I would love to see Town have a location in the city where people can uh, locally right here can get their COVID shots. They're not having to go, you know, downtown or to the VA or, or wherever, but they can get them right here, especially concerned about our elderly people, especially those who may be homebound and can't get out to go get a shot. How do we assist those folks? How do we help people who are having problems paying their rent, you know, who are facing eviction? So th that's just a few of the things I know I said a whole lot, and there's so much more. Those are probably the top things that, that are on my platform and that I'm talking about as I'm out and about in the community talking to constituents. I was going to say that's a great breakdown, a great assessment. There is an additional question I would like to uh, follow up on in terms of the balanced budget, because I think one of the challenges that city governments face um, is the responsibility of balancing the budget, but also making sure that you're not taking away from city services, but you're actually providing for city services. Talk about the awesome responsibility and what um, you'll bring um, to that particular conversation if elected. Balancing the budget and making sure that we're not expending excessively, but making sure that we're allocating resources in the places that they're needed. Transportation, 
making sure that uh, we, we're providing transportation so people are able to get to and from work. I don't want us to forget about our senior citizens. You know, we had a senior citizen center, center here at one time. So uh, having things for our seniors to do, uh, making sure that we are supporting our parks and recreations, our, our leisure, so that our children can, you know, play sports and, and be active and, and have things to do for the kids is here. Uh, doing all those things, you know, of course, taking care of maintaining infrastructure, making sure we have, you know, enough operating vehicles and equipment for our law enforcement and first responders. I think there has to be a balance. And so I hope to come in and, 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 and they're doing a great job. I'm not saying that they're not doing a great job, but I hope to come in and, and, and add to and bring in some new and fresh ideas so that we can continue to uh, make Grovetown a great place to live and have things for everybody, our, from our millennials to our, you know, our young people to our seniors. So just being balanced across the board, making sure that we're putting dollars in places where, you know, everybody is reaping the benefits of dollars and putting tax dollars back into the pockets of our constituents when we have us finding ways to put some of those tax dollars back into people's pockets. Most certainly. Election day is March 16th. Man, what and that time is rapidly approaching. It's coming upon us. I would just like for you to leave a, less, uh, leave a message uh, with the voters in terms of just the urgency and the importance of coming out to vote. I would say what I've been saying to voters is uh, the first week of early voting, we only had 73 people turn out and early vote. And, and that's a, a very, um, very big difference in the numbers that we saw in the general election and the numbers that we saw in the the Senate um, the Senate runoff. And so I want voters to, to fall back into that place of complacency. Local elections are just as important, if not uh, more important, than your, your national and your state elections because at the local level, your city council, your folks, they have power to pass ordinances and to execute and put things in place that are going to have a, a direct, a lasting impact on you. And so local elections are important. Let's not fall back into a place of complacency. Let's have that same urgency, tenacity, energy, drive, and passion to get out and vote uh, in this special election, just like we did for the general and the Senate runoff. I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to lead. I'm ready to be uh, this this city's next city councilwoman. And I'm ready to come in and just lift the community and, and to be uh, a fresh voice. And I'm excited about that. That's an awesome, that's an awesome message. Always glad to speak with uh, Soretta Smith, who is running for Grove Town City Council. Election day is March 16th. Always glad to speak with you, Ms. Smith. Wish you all the best. Always a pleasure to be here with you, and thank you so much for the opportunity to share with the folks out there.